Hello, strangers. Welcome to Episode 2 of Loot and Dagger's Planar Pirates of Mistport. When last we left the crew of the Siren Song, Captain Quinara Rowing and First Mate Naltana took stock of their dwindling supplies, healed their ship's doctor, and parlayed with an old sailor by the name of Pointy-Eared Pete. Encouraging Pete with rounds of ale and a dose of flattery, they successfully obtained a map tied to the famous treasure of the Black Swan. After getting ready to make sail and a hearty supper prepared by Squirrel, the Siren Song's cheerful ship's cook, the crew set a course toward a mysterious island. Sailing into the night on a sea reflecting the stars above, what obstacles lie beyond the horizon and stand between them and untold riches? Let's tell some stories. So the bright, shiny new day. You are on day two, and you know that this, you probably have about eight more hours of voyage left. I watch the sunrise. I wait till it kind of creeps up halfway around the horizon, and I will go and wake the captain. Quinn. What? What? Morning. Uh, Already? Yes. Uh, Where are we? Uh, Farther than we were. Oh, that's good. And we're still above the water? I mean, um, I'm not uh, I'm not swimming, so so yes. Oh, that's good. Very, very good, actually. Uh, uh, let me get dressed. Are these the only clean breeches I have left? Uh, I will press to digitate. Ooh, oh, thank you. No, now you have a choice. Mm, I appreciate, uh, uh, now you have two to choose from. Uh, <laughs> let's go with the blue. I like the, uh, blue is your color. Indeed it is. And I will... Uh, Wake the rest of the crew. Mm-hmm. Everyone is awake and at their stations and doing their their stuff, getting ready for this adventure. Anchor is swapping the deck and moving boxes, and occasionally he's going down. He's also sharp. Now that you're closer to the island, he is starting to shine armor, sharpen swords, that kind of stuff. He's taking all of your armor and he is and all your all your weapons, and he is carefully. Um, making sure that they are sharp and shiny and, and good. One toe Joe is a bumbling idiot, so he is a, he will knock a box over and it and it lands on his foot. Um, oh. It's how he lost the other nine. When Squirrel is not downstairs, Squirrel is upstairs, uh, just running around asking obsessively if she can help with anything. And of course. Yolaris is Yolaris. Up in the uh, crow's nest. We're going to say that unless you guys want to do any amount of roleplay right this very moment, about hour six goes through. And Yolaris shouts down, Captain, there's another ship. What type of ship, Yolaris? Further ahead. Probably you couldn't see it with your human eyes, but me and my superior cat-like eyes can see it. And he points a <laughs> staff in a direction. Also, there's something coming ahead of us. Looks like in the direction of the island. And you can look at both directions. Yeah, I'd like and to 
pull out a spyglass and look yeah. in the directions. So behind you, just barely, and it looks like a ship about your size. Roll me a history check. There's an obvious symbolism of pirate. That's a hopeful nine. Hopeful nine. You don't know what the symbolism is from. Maybe it's too far away. That's Maybe you need a little bit more. I got an 18. 18. And I will shout what I know about yeah. it to her. Sure. What colors is she sailing? This is black and silver. Natana, you know this to be the colors of Sonia, the Ruthless. A pirate, a real pirate. Your your captain has actually not pirated a whole lot and is usually pretty nice, you know, about things. Most of the time it's just little odd jobs for pirates sometimes, but mm. this is a fucking pirate. Mm. This is um, known across to be ruthless, as ruthless as the name that she, she has, with a skilled crew, all that kind of stuff. Black and silver colors, Captain. It's Sonia. Yes, I know those blaster colors anyway. What the hell is she doing here? Probably the same thing we are, or at least she's asking the same question. That's a bloody hell, I hope not. In front of you, if you take the other and you're looking at what Yolaris is looking at, there seems to be a massive <clears throat> dome kind of erected out of the sea in the direction of the island. At this point, you're still a few, you're, you're, you're about an hour-ish away from the island, but you notice that there is a massive, like, looks like a swirling storm cloud that's just raging with fury. And it's crackling, there's thunder, there's all kinds of things around this, and it's in the direction of the island. That looks to be about where the island is probably, like, where you're headed towards. And it would take you, obviously, a good hour to kind of get to that point. But this is more like... 30, 45 minutes to get to that point, and mm-hmm. probably this is cutting off your entry into the island, essentially. Natana, is the other ship gaining on us? This ship seems to be keeping its distance. They're matching speed, Captain, but not gaining. I think she's probably as worried about the um, storm on our course as I am. We must have been watching while we were in port. Why else would she be out here? Someone's got loose lips. Yes, well, if we ever do get back to Miss Port, I think we should have a conversation with Pointy-Eared Pete. But it will be a short... Later. Uh, Naltana will begin shouting, ship orders. It's like you. I wish I knew nautical terms, but I don't. <laughs> what are the? What is it you would like to do? Behind you is a ship, uh, one to be of the ruthless pirate captain. And in front of you, for the island that you're trying to get to, there is a swirling storm cloud. Keep going, because I don't feel like I'm in a good position with this other captain to safely say, oh, it'll be fine if we just negotiate for now. Let's make a run for the... Full sail into the storm. Well, not into it. As best as possible. I am not entirely sure the ship is going to hold up in this blasted storm, but we don't have much choice. You do know that Sonia's ship is about as good as it gets. Yeah. You, I don't even think... You do have... You have a cannon. <laughs> captain? Yes. Way, you do. But uh, go for it. So new so it's better. It's better built. It is. But ours is faster. Generally. Do you think maybe if we get as close as we can to the storm and then veer off, maybe she'd be able to make it. If we can catch free amongst the shoals, she flounders. Looks up at the sails. I do believe those sails can hold the storm winds. It would give us a good enough push and a good burst of speed. There's no way that honking thing of hers can possibly keep up. It's got too much drag. If she runs aground, we stand a chance. Quite possibly. Or better yet, if the storm was to take her out for us. That's the best case scenario, so let's do it. We're going to do this. So we'll start uh, shouting orders yeah. accordingly in 
nautical terms. Okay, we're going to do this in uh, what's called the skill challenge. So you are going to have to get three successes, and we're going to say right now, I mean, you guys are level three, I think uh, DC 10 for right now. Three successes. Uh, if you fail three times, bad things will happen. Mm -hmm. But if you succeed three times, good things will happen. You cannot use the same skill twice. Okay. So we're going to be creative when we do these. Now, they can be skills. Spells get kind of weird. Um, so if the spell has a DC, don't do it. The attack mm -hmm. roll of a spell is, is right in. What is the first thing you do to start getting things going? So I pick my most kind of driving um, intense, like it starts off quiet and builds, and then I'm matching the storm, and I'm going to play. I'm going to use a bonus action for Bardic Inspiration to our captain to lead us. Okay. Bardic Inspiration for the captain mm -hmm. to lead. So that's not technically... It's a D6. That's not going to... We haven't done actually any skill yet, so that's go, but that's going to help you for the skill challenge. What would you like to do? Uh, I'm going to go around and tighten any ropes that need to be tightened, make sure any knots that need to be tied tie them and telling uh who's at the helm who's actually driving the ship with the big wheel oh god that would have the only one left would be squirrel squirrel is at the helm which i love that in my <laughs> mind so squirrel's on top of a box just with her face just all scrunched up like i got this captain like she's a tafling but she's damn strong yeah right <laughs> she is she is heart keep us on the edge of the storm if you will please hi captain so you're doing all that. That's getting, to me, that's either strength to hold rope or that's dex to dex. glide around and just make sure you're everywhere at once trying to get all the play things in, in order. Oh, that would be dex. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Roll me a dex check. But... D20, dex mm -hmm. check. Oh, 21. 21. Oh, you don't want to use it. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, I thought it was just saved up. All right. It lasts for 10 minutes. Okay. So whenever you want to use that inspiration, you can. Okay. Sorry. 21, well, that's obviously better than a 10. Yeah, so you are able to run around. You're able to pull things around. You're, like, basically you're all over the place. You are tying knot, getting the ship in basically speed shape. Right. right? You're trying to make this the most speediest ship out there. So that's one success. Okay. All right. What is the, um, what else would you like to do? I feel like what I'm doing is probably the most effective. You know, I'm just... Roll me a performance check now. Okay. Sweet. That's a 17 on the die, and I have a, a plus six to perform. All right. So <laughs> the music of this mo movie is actually coming from you. Right. Yes, As I'm providing the soundtrack. You are, you are providing the soundtrack to what is going on, but you're inspiring everyone around you. And what, like the visual on this is that as I play, the strings begin to glow like this, like an opalescent-y. There's a, a magical vibe that comes off of them. Okay. And so the lute is actually beginning to pulsate with, with the magical weave. Yeah, no, the lute is pulsating. Essentially, when you said the words, Sonia, and they're behind us, Sonia the Ruthless, mm. everyone is very worried, especially One Toe Joe. Even Angkor, who's not usually uh, scared of a lot of things, looks really nervous. But after this, playing this song, everyone feels a little more empowered. And basically, maybe this is a song of your past heroics. Yeah, like things that you've done. We've done this type of thing before. Do not worry. It's extremely, we're badasses. Uh, it's very intense <laughs> and very inspiring. Okay. No, it's just like a song. It's like, like, we're badasses. Don't worry about a thing. We're going to keep going through this. <laughs> Damn storm! Like you know, I mean, <laughs> le less twangy. Yeah, a lot less twangy. I was, I was thinking okay, kind of a lot Just more. Just shouting. Okay, so that's two successes. You are now in the boat itself. Is now got. It's primed to be fast. 
and it is now faster and it seems like you are picking up speed and you can uh, tell behind you that the ruthless that uh, Sonia um, her ship is also now just like the jig is up they get that you're going faster that things are happening on the ship and they are starting to go try to get into fast mode as well but it looks like you are faster you have everything in it as far as being able to have maneuverability you're in good standing there so what would you like to do now Oh, I'm guessing the cannon is probably put to the point, to the side. I don't need to fire anyway. I guess the only thing I really know to do is give some sort of rousing speech to, to continue, like, shouting orders. Um, roll me a persuasion check. That is what this is for. That's what the skill challenge is just to start stretching the creativity of your mind. Three. Three. Unfortunately. Yeah. Oh, oh it's oh, only for. Yeah, yeah, it's not going to do for so six. You have, no. You have one failure essentially there's this really rousing song and uh and you're just kind of like um uh i got i got something to say to everybody you know you can like uh i don't do well under pressure can't hear her <laughs> no they can't hear you and you know i'm too loud one time joe's like <laughs> what, what was that captain lightning. what i can't i can't hear you cap i can't you, yeah, mouthing to it, yeah, trying to yell louder, no. So you kind of break everyone's momentum as they're looking at you and they can't hear a thing you're saying. So the ship starts to waver a bit as even a squirrel is like, what is, is that important? So she like, squirrel kind of stops uh, the helm, gets off of her, her the box, box, runs over to you. What was that? Was that important? What are you doing? I no, can't hear go, you. Go back to the helm. You what? were doing fine. No, what? just go back. Oh. I want to finish the chord that I've played. You know, it's, it, this song is kind of like hit a, a crescendo. A crescendo. I want to use prestidigitation to kind of like make it sustain. So there's kind of reverb and echo still going. And when I see Squirrel come off of the helm and so and the wheel is just spinning and I know it's going to tip us too far into the wind, I want to do acrobatics and run over and catch and the wheel. It. Okay, and acrobatics to dash across everything. You're going to parkour off a few like boxes and what have you. And then you're going to try to catch the wheel as it starts to spin wildly. Acrobatics. Acrobatics. 19 out of the die plus 7. Yes. Okay. It looks super cool. 26! <laughs> like Maybe. an action movie, as you look over, like, Squirrel, like, what is she doing? But she was wondering what the captain was trying to say. So you jump off a box. You jump off the side rail of the uh, onto another box. And then you kick off the, the stairs. Oh. And then you do a flip for no good reason. <laughs> but it's all in rhythm. Yeah. Like, I'm still yeah, dancing totally. to that it's in lingering rhythm. music that is the still going on. Yeah, the music is still lingering magically around you as yep. you do it to the rhythm music and it looks so super cool. Even, like, on... <laughs> even Yolaris, you look up at the crows as Yolaris is like, nice. <laughs> <laughs> and I will grab the wheel, wrench it to the other side, which pulls the... Yeah, roll me a string. You've won the skill challenge at this point. The boat is where you want it to be. At this point, we're going to say that you guys are now going so fast and the wind speed around this swirl has, even though you were like an hour away and we've only been doing this for like about 10 minutes now, it's like the wind has magically, not even magically, just because of the giant swirl of storm is now starting to whip and you guys now are going furiously faster the helm you had it in place and it's starting like with the way the wind is going roll me a strength check to see if you can keep oh boy 12 12 my jack of all trades cancels out the negative the the helm starts slipping out of your your grasp i will yell for uh yeah i will yell for anchor to anchor comes out i would like for winnie to roll for anchor i've got it 
It's 11 on the die. Angkor is pretty strong. So both you and Angkor together start to hold on, and the wind is now whipping furiously around all of you. You also see Sonia's ship starting to get closer, but you have now done everything you needed to maneuver yourself to where you're faster. Sonia's ship is not catching up to you, but they're ha- starting to hit this now wind wall. Yeah, because I basically was into. trying to like get the ship to skip off of the surface of the storm, like right. skipping a rock. Yeah, like on the outside faster. of it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So what happens is their ship starts picking up speed where it would have taken that much time. You are now just essentially like speedboating now towards this world, this dome of, of storm. But you won your skill challenge. You did everything possible to, at the very last moment, you are able to definitely take Atana and and uh, Angkor, take the uh, take the helm at the same time, and they just push it off like to the left or something, and the boat does a really cool glide, and it skips, and it does a thing where you do kind of a U-turn, while you see, at that point, going way too fast, Sonya's ship goes right into it, and you can swear you see Sonya staring right at you, um, I just match her glare. Yeah, you match her glare. Just give her a little and, mock salute. Yeah, and as the wind is whipping, and you can see your hands are on the rail, and she's just, like, looking at you with this anger in her eyes. And they're like, yeah, basically like a, damn <laughs> you, Quinn! <laughs> you see the ship just get <sighs> caught up. As you skipped out, you realize that it's only a matter of time before your boat's starting to spear off to the left until it's starting to come right back into the swirl of the storm. Get us out of this wind, if you would, please, Squirrel. Get back to your post. Get us out of here. Squirrel's going back. I'd like for either of you to roll me survival. No, I've still got the uh, bardic inspiration. Okay. I'm going to need it. Oh, no. Ten. It's 50-50 shot. You're realizing that you're too close to the storm now. It's only a matter of time and how you angle the ship that you could best brace for impact of this storm, essentially getting into this swirl. It's like all the wind that's whipping up around it is creating kind of this funnel effect. There's no way to really, truly get out of it. She's falling apart anyway, Captain. I have had to abandon ship. Get us in the longboat. I'll shout orders to abandon post and make for the longboat. No boat. one disagrees. They all go in. Tell me, is this like a longboat that you guys have as like an emergency thing, or are there like four or something? There would only be one oh, in a ship that size. One. one. Mm. So... So each of you get into essentially a longboat. I'm going to run back to my quarters to get the map. Okay. Uh, you take one last look at your ship. So much for a captain going down with a ship. And just leap into the Not longboat. this one, Queen. Not this one, no. It's not quite worth it. Okay. The ship does start following apart as it gets closer and closer to the storm cloud. You're seeing it now. Things are whipping up. It's like debris and branches and things like that are even whipping up. And now you see like planks of wood coming out of the storm cloud. Your longboat seems to be built a little sturdier than the totality of your ship. When we get it lowered onto the water. So uh, it gets lowered on, yeah, it does. And as you're getting it lowered on the water, I mean, at this point, there's wind is whipped up to a degree that it is, you have to shout to yell at each other. Get it lowered, <clears throat> and I would like to get to the end that is closest to the cloud. And I'm going to cast... There's now essentially uh, rain also starting to whip up out of the storm cloud. And so you're now being pelted with rain. 
Yes. Can you not cast something to at least keep us a little bit dry? Or at least tell us what direction we're going? In a minute. I think we should get further away first. I concur. But now you're here, you can see this is massive. And it's almost like a perfect dome. Your ship, you watch as it hits the storm wall and just starts to splinter and go in. Your longboat is about to do the same. Yeah, I was trying to push us away. Don't have that capability. Level three. Yeah, I know, level three. Angkor is now holding everyone as tight as he can. He has started pulling over a tarp over the top of the longbow, trying to get as much debris and stuff that's starting to pelt you guys as, as, as possible. There's basically a go bag in here, so people are starting to, like, look at the go bag, see if there's anything else they could possibly do. But right now, all they're doing is, uh, you can see a loose plan. Yolaris is too, and, he's, and he has his staff, and he's starting to try to cast some spells. Let me roll something for Yolaris. <laughs> Crit. The most helpful thing Yolaris has ever done for you is happening right now, <laughs> considering Yolaris has never done a helpful thing for you. Oh, but he wants to save his own skin. He starts this He's entire like on his time. He's like sixth of his nine lives. Like he doesn't want to waste him at right. this point. Right. He's getting wet, really, and he just cannot <laughs> yeah, stand no. it. He can't, can't stand that. it. So, Yolaris, uh, you hear him muttering in an otherworldly tongue, and it's just like, and then, and when he does that, he slams his staff down, and you have essentially a shell around you. Oh, nice. That's better than what I was trying to do. Good good, good job, Yolaris. Things are still bumpy, but should, hopefully there's only so much this spell the DM just made up off the top of his head will, will hold. I mean, it sounds like Antilife Shell. Maybe he knows that. Good. I have no clue how... Uh, I do, but I... It's like a dome. Yeah, I know. I mean... Anyways, but he did it. It happened. He rolled a 20 on his can he do this uh, roll. And I'm the DM, so I make things happen. Anyways, <laughs> and then you get sucked into this storm cloud. And when you do, it is curtains of rain. It is thunder, lightning. It is the sounds of terror. Very, very frightening. It's very, very, very frightening. Very frightening me. <laughs> you can barely see ahead of you. And I would like for everyone to roll a constitution saving throw. Seventeen. Seventeen. Five. <clears throat> oh, Captain. I'm having an off day. <laughs> I started out strong. And this... <laughs> Though there is a shell around the boat, it is knocked around a lot. You get knocked unconscious, oh. Captain, from being jostled around. So does the rest of the crew, except for the first mate. I go and put my body over the captain's. Yeah. Just to, um, to say, I'm hanging on. You're hanging on and for dear life. It, and outside, it, it is still just this terrifying storm, and you can't hear anything as everything is just this howling, almost uh, hurricane winds are all around you, beating against the shell. And you can see where the shell just stops at the t tips of the uh, of your longboat. Those have been soldered off, essentially, now. <laughs> Far too long in this nightmare, where everyone is still unconscious from basically just being like a, a large wave that has got to be 20 feet up in the air um, smashed into the ship and the uh, shell and jostled everyone around. That's when everyone went, went, went out except for you. Eventually, you see it. Out of nowhere, this island starts to form almost magically. You get out of the storm 
and you see the storm whirling around you like but this is like the eye of a hurricane where it's eerie and that's where the ship just speeds into and just creens into the beach you can see probably 60 feet away the remains of Sonia's ship where it is in pieces essentially like half a hole well it's something to work with it's better than what we have We'll say about 30, 45 minutes go by as the shield that was protecting the longboat, it had dissipated about the time you crashed into shore. I imagine that we are sputtering and hacking up seawater. Yes. That is when everyone <laughs> wakes up. All right, everyone. Captain. Well, well, where are we? I like gently, you know, I'm face a little bit. Where are we? Where's my ship? Um, I think this is what's... Left of it. You're going to be a plank or something? Mm-hmm. <laughs> there are planks from your ship starting to wash ashore. Well, it's seen better days. How oh, are the rest of the crew? Where are they? Uh, yeah, what's up with the rest of the crew? They are also starting to come to. Floating in, you see uh, Angkor. He's got that see. arc thing, right? One hit point. Right, right. That's so, a so, so he's there. Um, he starts... Slowly pulling himself up into the beach. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, I had a bad dream. Um, actually, I think it's not a dream, is it? No, unfortunately, no, it isn't. Roll wide awake with you. Roll me AD20. It's a five. You do see the body of Squirrel as it is washed up onto the beach. Squirrel, no, no. And stand up and stagger my way over. Yes, I go to Squirrel. Squirrel's I would body. like to uh, see if there's anything I can do. Roll me a medicine check. 13. Come on, Natalia, do something. Something. You've got to be able to do something. I, um... Check for a pulse. There's no pulse. I will, uh... No. I just, I look at the captain and shake my head. <laughs> this squirrel is dead. Not another one. I'm gonna What's wrong take with her. Square? She's a halfling, yeah. So yeah. I'm just gonna pick like a child size. So I'm just gonna pick her up and move her further into the beach so that she's out of the surf. Yeah. Roll me another d20. Seventeen. You see Yolaris coming off kind of the uh, an opposite side of the beach, starting to press a digitate himself. Is it, it was still order though, so I imagine there's like his fur is probably his fur is all matty and it's sticking up in all directions. <laughs> and you see him starting to shuffle over to where you guys are. I don't want to hear it, Yolaris. What? I do not want to hear it. What is? <sighs> what is wrong? Squirrel's gone. You see a far off stare from Yolaris. Yeah, puts a hand on your shoulder. We must say the proper rights. I'm sorry. Surely you know them. Of course I knew them. I know you were only new to the crew, but... I'm not a cleric. Do we know what god Squirrel followed, if any? We will do one that is generic for my people. Oh, squirrel loved nature. I will Love. say a prayer to the Wild Mother, then. As, uh, and you see Yolaris is uh, vis- visibly shaken up. And next to Yolaris is, is on Encore. Roll me one more d20. Ted. One Toe Joe now washes up ashore. Oh, oh my god. What's going on, everyone? Why, are, why is everyone looking sad? Starts I move climbing aside up. So he can see. Because I imagine I was no, like squirrel. Rob gathered around. No, 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 no. This isn't right. He's, uh, he goes down and he takes a look at her. She's, she's beyond me. Mother of all gods, why 
Why this? Why now? With a blasted storm, why, why am I constantly losing crew members? My ship, Squirrel. I don't know how much more of this I can take. Captain, I, Yolaris comes over and I believe, I believe we honor her by doing the job and seeing it through. She'd want that. You're right. Also, we have no, and he kind of weighs vaguely, other options. Of course. We'll figure something out, make a raft or something, but let's... Should we uh, check that ship at all? He points over and you see the basically half a hole from the other ship Sonia had, had come in with. I do believe it would be a good idea to go check it out. Could be supplies. Maybe at least get us through the night, make camp. We should bury Squirrel. Of course. We'll do that now while we are in safety. Yes, absolutely. Relative, and he kind of. You see now that there is a bit of a jungle ahead of you. I'm going to get Encore's help to take the what remains like I imagine that there's at least like a little curved front section of that longboat that survived just a yeah. piece of it yeah um big enough to house squirrel comfortably and so we'll <clears throat> take it off to the side and just put her in it so it's kind of protected from the elements until we can like dig out a proper grave and deal with it because we need to get supplies in order to be able to dig the ground up anyway okay yeah, kind of a little in a uh, safe cradle. I'm basically sort of creating yeah. a pile of what's salvageable right. nearby to her body. Right. That was a, was a good one, Encore says to you. He puts a big, fat, half-orc hand on your shoulder. She was my, um, one of my best friends on the boat. I mean, you know, Yolaris is a bit hard to talk to, and... Um, Oh, Joe is Joe. He's a bit of a disaster, if you know what I mean. But, um... It's kind of eye roll. I want to see what we can salvage of either ship. Right. So you make your way over to the hole. Roll me investigation checks. Oh, boy. Seven. Fourteen. Eleven. <laughs> that was the collective crew. When I roll for the them, I'm rolling as like a collective crew for them. What you do find are bits of food. You do find some essentially shovel. Some uh, you find you find some backpacks in there. Okay. You find those kind of things. Um, tools, tools, rope, things that maybe pirates had. You you actually do see some. Oddly enough, you see one treasure chest that is open. That's been knocked open. Mm -hmm. And in this treasure chest, you see 50 gold. The treasure chest itself is pretty big, so it's pretty hefty. I'm not sure it would take, it would probably take um, Angkor to like carry it off or something, but you do see it. But in there, like, you know, big treasure chest, 50 gold doesn't a whole lot when you mm -hmm. put it into a treasure chest, so it seems mm -hmm. like something is probably, stuff has probably been taken from this. As first made, am I keeping up with party funds, I'm assuming? If you don't mind. You also see dead bodies. Five dead bodies lying around. Now you see a couple of other dead bodies that have washed up to shore. That was not your crew. It seemed like this is the crew, this crew. Looks like they took a bigger pounding than we did. Uh, with all due respect, Captain, I think we kind of engineered it that way. Gods did bless us in this evening. Um, one thing that is, now that you're here and you can see it, you do see that the flag is different than what you remember Sonia flying. Sonia had flown her own flag, uh, Sonia the Ruthless, which was essentially, it's like a, an elithid skull with tentacles that are more like darkness. And it's one of those things like she's just trying to be intimidating. She's not right. an elithid or anything. 
but she has been said to like hunt the lithids too, you know, like those kind of things. That makes her more part of the things that make her legendary. Instead, what you see is it's black and white, but there's a shadow of what very much looks to be a chimera. So it's very different than you remember Sonia flying. I'm going to take it with us. Yeah, at this point you can go, it's a bit, it's got like holes in it and stuff, but you can actually take the flag down. You can go up on the hole and... I would like to investigate, I want to see if I can find any other standards. You can get right up in the hole and start looking around for things. Do me one more investigation check. Okay. Like even if I can climb up into what where the captain's quarters would have been, no. Well, I'd like to look for Sonia's body for the best gleam of hope that maybe we don't have to deal with her anymore. Mm, go for it. Ten. Oh, hey. Hey, guys, I found something. What? Um, papers. What sort of papers? Well, a lot of these are just, I don't know, they're, yeah, but look, uh, wrapped up, and he holds up this one particular, it looks more like an envelope, but this envelope is, it's like wrapped up like it's almost like a, it's a handkerchief, really. But you see the same black and white chimera on it, and when you unfold it, there's actually a note in there, and this is what one toe Joe is holding for you. After he holds it up to you, behind, right behind him where he, where he was investigating, some beams fall down. Oh, well, that's, that's good I wasn't there. <laughs> oh, okay. I'll take that as a sign that there's nothing more to gain. We probably need to get out of here. The whole kind soon. of, yeah, collapses in on mm-hmm. itself as the, uh, it has taken quite a pounding. This note says, Captain, our allegiance has proven useful in the ever-growing effort to provide the forsaken and outcast a home. Your place among the Chimera will be forever forged if you can acquire the Mask of Riches and reclaim the Black Swan. Oh. Tristan Blue and her exploits is no myth, for I have sailed with its crew, and I wish to see its ship return to its rightful place in our hands. When you find the mask, wear it, receive its blessing, and sail the swan under our banner. Reach out to me when you have reclaimed the swan, and together we will change worlds. Regards, Jade Ortega. Pointy at Pete was not the only survivor. A lying sack of shit. Unless he didn't know. Probably not. He barely knew the name of the ship. You're not wrong with that. Your insight would have told you at this point, you're kind of piecing more and more things together. He was, felt like his memories were magically removed. Mm-hmm. No, it wasn't quite so obvious, but as you're putting things together now. It was more than just the wine. It's more than just the wine. He had a very hard time talking about the Black Swan. We need to find this ship and find it first. There's no telling how much of Sonya's crew is still around here. What time of day is it? We're going to say right now it's just starting to get it's still light outside yeah it's, it's, clo- it's close to nightfall because it's close to nightfall it was, it, was like, it was an eight hour trip yeah so in the morning would have been eight hours from there so it's about yeah about all this time the time it takes for you to investigate it's starting to become nightfall there's no way we can go wandering through the jungle and we're gonna have to make camp set off for first light in the morning is it safe to light fire on the beach i would say so we can always put it out quickly if we set watch We've had enough for that, at least. All right, I'll start working with Anchor to gather driftwood. Well, yeah. First, let's get our friend buried. Sure. 
Are you guys going to kind of the more jungle aspects now? There's a part where the beach kind of stops become a beach and you get to... Yeah, wherever there would be vegetation of like the larger crops of palm trees. Okay. You know, that have roots, but like where the ground begins to shift from beachy sand to land. Sure. But it's not... Land proper. Yeah, but it's not overgrown jungle. Right. Necessarily. Are there any flowers uh, growing around this vegetated area? Yes. Like to there are more like dandelions. That's fine. I'll collect a few. Fantasy too. dandelions. They are fancy lions. <laughs> fancy, you know lions? fancy lions? They're called fancy lions. Aww. They only mm-hmm. grow in this climate and area. They are like dandelions, but they are fancier. They're they? orchid dandelions. Orchid mm. dandelions. Fancy lions. Fancy lions. I love it. They are highly sought after. Yeah, I like but to... abundant here. I like to grab a few to make a bouquet out of and a couple to just... Door. Okay. It is also, if you take a moment to look, it is awkward. Probably a hundred feet out, you see the wall of storm. You see the eye of essentially like a hurricane eye above you. There's still the wall of storm, and you notice that this is just a magical, like a barrier that's around the island. Mm-hmm. So it's very weird as you're seeing this storm, but then right here, it's like birds are chirping. Like, it's nice. It feels good right here. It's like an eye of a hurricane. Yeah. So, But obviously the storm was not natural. Right. I'm going to take some of the fancy lions and make them into a flower crown and put it on squirrel. You know, get her cleaned up. Mm-hmm. Share family. Do we know? Not as far as I was aware. Just what little animal friends that she made along the way. She didn't talk about her family much. Not to me, anyways. She sure loved her animal friends. If you don't mind, I'd like to say a few things about Squirrel. Of course, and take my hat off. <clears throat> Squirrel, you were the best friend a Ainkor ever had. I mean, besides my other friends, they were also the best friends Ainkor ever had. But Squirrel, you were... Um, you're always very nice. And your cooking was great. You still found a way to get us the nice spices that made our food very tasty. It's not called lion, you told me. It's called the right thing. I'm going to miss you, Squirrel. And um, when I promise to adopt some kind of animal in the future and name it Squirrel, even if it isn't a squirrel. I think I'm done now. And then, Cora, uh, what's that? Oh, I'll go up and Squirrel, you may have been the smallest amongst us, but you had the biggest heart. Your cooking was fantastic. I wasn't crazy about the soup, but you got the best bread. I always loved that. I loved your smile. You were the best helmsman I'd ever had. In all my years of sailing, you will be dearly missed. I toss the bouquet of flowers. Naltana is just going to... She just makes... A heartfelt instrumental. You know, just the loot, just... No words. No just words. Just the loot. Just yeah. the loot. Maybe maybe words will come later. Make like a silent promise to, to write the a song. The song of Squirrel. The song of Squirrel. <laughs> yeah. That'll be her new project for a little while. Mm-hmm. The song of Squirrel. One Toe Joe. And I was like, uh, am I allowed to touch anything? Just don't fall into the... Sure, Joe. And he falls in. Fuck. <laughs> Oh, this is weird. Oh, my God. Help me up, please. Ankle, help me up. Ankle, help me you. up. 
squirrel was just so nice and, and tiny. And she helped me make all those uh, remedies. You remember the remedies? The ones we used on you, yes. Yeah. I, I oh, help me cure the plague for me twice. Help me do that. So, thank you, Squirrel. Without you, I would have died like 18 times, I think. Thank you, Squirrel. And uh, Joe backs away. And uh, Yolaris comes up. He says, May the wind take your soul where it needs to go, where it belongs, among your pets, among nature. May you find your friends in the afterlife, and may you watch over your friends from there, as I know you will. I know you didn't think of me much, but I thought of you. Be good, gatekeeper. Take her in. He sprinkles some dust from like a magic pouch, and it glitters in the air as it touches down on the uh, grave. And then he kind of points his fingers at the grave and starts kind of mage-handing some things over it. And you see a nice, where it was just kind of a slapstick put together, because you guys are doing a good job. But he basically finishes the grave off, puts a, um, a board up, and say, well, we kind of put the board out. And um, That was uncharacteristically sympathetic of you, Galeris. Are you all right? I hear you go crazy in the sea. Too long. Cabin fever, perhaps. Let's not dally. Oh, we do have a campfire to make. Let's get dry and a decent, nice rest. Uh, one toe, would you help with the campfire? No, no, no. Oh, I'm already uh, helping. No, I'm no, already you, helping. You put it down. Oh. Yep. <laughs> he he puts all the all the wood kindling down. All the wood he's collected is dripping wet. Yeah. It won't burn. Oh. None of it. <laughs> I got I got kindling. Oh, you know what? Actually, Captain, I think he can be of some help. With what? Um, I think the particular kind of wood that he's getting could do well to um sort of season over here in this pile. Oh yes, of course. That well done, Joe. Well done. So, oh. so I put Joe yeah, to work gathering welcome. wet wood and to in keep him wood. out of the way so he doesn't get hurt while we. He's starting to pile up wet wood in his own. Joe It'll pile. dry out eventually. And sure. Um, whoever else crashes Angkor is helping you guys make some wood lemonade girl lemonade yeah Yolaris is surprisingly quiet he seems contemplative and he um, and he's helping as well as best he can he's not the he's not the strongest person among you but certainly helping and then at a certain point he uh, uses a spell to ignite the flame to uh, start the fire so we didn't start the fire (laughs) it was always burning it was always turning. Yeah. I'm He's, sorry. And of course, the bard comes up with the lyrics. Of course. I resist. <laughs> All right. So. Starting to settle in. I'll take first watch. I'll get a torch going. I wouldn't mind seeing if there's any footprints leading away from the wreckage from the other ship at some point. It's probably a good idea to see if we can figure out which direction they went. Does the map itself have any... I know it says where the island is, but does it have any details of the island itself? It took you to the island. And from there, it doesn't have any other like directions other than here's the island. <laughs> of course. Uh, Joe, you can stop with the firewood now. I believe that's a good enough pile. Oh, Really, man. honestly. I am sweating. Mm. 
Oh, good. The fire's already started and everything. This is great. All right. I'm going to go ahead and get... Oh, do we have any pots or pans? I was going to make some food for us then. Oh, the only pot and pan was attached. It's at the bottom of the sea. Oh, no. But she even still had them on her? No, she... Mm -mm. No. That's fine. I'm going to go try to hunt some food for us then. Oh, God. (laughs) I mean... I'll go with him. No, no, no. We've we've got food for tonight. We found some on the ship. Oh, right. You, you, we're good. Okay. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Okay. You go sit by the fire. Dry off. Ten feet away. Ten feet away. Got it. All right. I'm going to sit ten feet away from the fire. Everyone's kind of hanging around around the fire. No, I can't imagine a whole lot of talking really going on no. after all no. that. No way. No. I mean, we all are the lost in is, our thoughts about Squirrel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the mood is all about what was just a fun little maybe this island exists turned into, turned pretty quick, pretty sour, pretty quick. Who was taking first watch? Uh, the good captain. Good captain. Roll me a perception check. Eleven. You see what looks to be a human trying to be very hidden watching you. It's in black and white clothing trying to stay very hidden. I'd like to nudge Matana, just sort of enough to get her out of the... Don't make any sudden movements, but what do you see right over there, right in the clearing? No, not. Keep watch. I'll deal with this. And let it sit for a minute or two and sneak backwards into the dark and try to work my way around. Roll me a stealth check. 23. Natana, you notice this person still watching you. Mm-hmm. Doesn't seem to... I guess you guys try to make it out to be like uh, the captain was going to go back to go to sleep or something. Yeah. Or go yep. up, maybe to use the... Like the bat, little, little captain's room for a second. I don't know. <laughs> Executive the point is, room. the captain vanished. This bandit is now her. This person is now looking at you. <laughs> What's in that coffee that you got? <laughs> I don't know. It's whiskey, actually. Oh, it's, well. It's, it's an Irish like coffee. Some That's a it's whiskey a, bean. It's a racetrack Irish whiskey. <laughs> Okay, anyways, so that's what you get see. The DM, uh, right, and I'll tell you everything. Yep. <laughs> okay. So, what do you do? I want to sneak Captain. up behind him and take my dagger and grab him and put the dagger to his throat. Okay. Roll me an attack roll. Yeah, I'm not here for idle chit-chat at this point. My ship has been wrecked. I've lost one of my crew. And roll an advantage since you are taking this, this guy by surprise. Ten. Oh, that's much better. 20. Unnatural 20. Okay. We're going to say that was really a strength check, but... No. Yeah, that's fine. What's your strength at? Oh, uh, far different. The strength is negative one. That's fine. You still beat this 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 person. Uh, yeah, as you get closer, you recognize these are the same colors as Sonia's crew. Who are you? What are you doing here? He's like, watching watching for you guys. Why? And I started leading him out towards the camp. Um, well, uh, just, I was supposed to try to stall you if you guys were after the same thing the captain's after. I don't really know what the captain's after, but 
supposed to watch you, and honestly, because you have a knife in my throat, I'm not going to lie to you, I was going to try to kill you in your sleep. Oh, that never goes well. Well, not, not for most. And I'm oh, hoping anyway. because I didn't lie to you, perhaps you won't kill me. We'll see. Yeah, that's being awful presumptuous to be at this point. Uh, the captain's still alive. Yeah, the captain's still alive. Shit. I mean, going hmm. towards some cave. Where's the cave? I can show you. Keep me alive. How do we know you're not going to lead us as far away from said cave as possible? When you don't find a cave, then you can kill me. Why should we trust you? Aside from the fact oh, that I'm you're trying to save your lousy skin. I'm not going to trust him one way or the other. I'm trying to save my lousy skin. Galeris, can you mind tying this gentleman up? Gladly. Do you have a name? Not the way you use it. Name, n- name's Joey. Seems fake to me. Oh, I got one too many Joes in here. <laughs> then Thomas. Oh, so you're not going to tell us your name. I give you credit for that. Hmm. There we go. Tom, then. Just call me Tom. All right, Bill. What are you going to do with me? Uh, right now, we're going to tie you up and tell you to be quiet until we can figure that out. So, with Encore's help, Dolores uh, does a nice knot, ties this guy up to a tree. How far in is this cave that Sonya's looking for? It's not too far from here. It's about 45 minutes to an hour's walk. Have you actually been to this cave? I was told to turn right back around and see if you guys made it. Show him the sigil. Who are you sailing for? My captain. The ruthless. No, the other person you were sailing for. Someone does not usually fly two colors unless they're trying to deceive someone. What kingdom is this? The Chimera. We have a line with the Chimera. There. I don't know much about them, but I was told that if I don't align with the Chimera, I can kindly cease living. So... You have a lot of threats on your life recently. It's a... it's a thing. It's a thing that happens to me a lot, I think. consider another line of work? Well, right now I'm thinking about that. I'm thinking I just want to... Any other skills? You know, I'm pretty good at baking. Are you? Maybe I'll just open up a bakery. If you live through this, maybe that's not a bad idea for you. Yeah, maybe I'll just open up a bakery and never, ever be a pirate or a or in a mafia or in a gang or anything like that. You've made a lot of bad decisions in your life, haven't you? Just one after the other. Not that we're judging, but you uh, know, no. we're just trying to help you work I mean, aren't through you, things. Aren't you pirates too? Are you judging no, we, me? We don't have the moral high ground, but we do have you tied up. <laughs> Well, anyways, the Chimera, bad business there. Something about we're doing the work for the, all the, the downtrodden, the people who don't have a home. Sonia believes in it, believes in Jade. Jade's trying to find home for all the forsaken. That does not sound like the Sonia I have known. Well, maybe, um... Jade offer her more than that. You know, the good deed of finding people a life, I suppose. Could be uh, Jade offered her money, wealth, power beyond anyone else could ever offer her. Everyone has a prize. I don't know much about things like 
planes and anything outside of the world we live in. But I know the Camaras out there. They're big. So this is big. What we're involved in. So letting you know what you're getting into. If you really want to continue on in there. Now, I don't know if you have any other choice because... We're too broke to stay in anything small. Hmm. I mean, we're just going to live on this island forever, right? Because we can't get past that, that storm cloud anyways. Well, we're here for the weekend, at the very least. I'm going to take Naltana to the side and say, we've got a decision to make whether to get to this cave as soon as possible before they find the treasure or spend the night and hope for the best. I rested up. Scrolls buried in one. It'll give us something to do. I agree. Let's do it. Looks like you've got a job. Temporary. No benefits. Contract work, then. Mm. No benefits. Hey, I've done contract work before. Mm. Okay. Tom, at your service. Well, Tom, we'd like you to take us to this cave that you've been speaking so fondly of lately. Sure. As quickly as possible. I imagine you'd like that. Ready? Then uh, maybe I should not be on this tree. If you, you insist. You see right next to the uh, bandit is Yolaris just looking at you on this, like, he has a knife out. And he's, like, pointing it to his throat, just like... Hmm? Uh, uh, n- not yet, Yolaris. No. But, and I... How big is the tree? It's not that big. It's like a palm tree size. I would say. Like a scrawny... Like a, it's kind of scrawny, but it's like enough... Sapling tree? Well, not sapling, but I mean, it's like... Enough to hold him in place, but Yes. That so kind of tree. is it too big for Encore to, like, rip out of the ground and just take... Like, so he stays right it's up? It's too long. It'd yeah. be very awkward. Okay. It's too high up. Let's that go ahead. Been fun. <laughs> Let's go ahead and bi- bind his I hands. Had, I had a few ideas with that, but <laughs> it's all right. If the tree's too big, I'll let it go. <clears throat> let's, let's bind his hands. Let him leave the way, but first, and I punched Tom right dead in the face. Oh, oh, oh! What'd you do that for? I thought we were getting along. I don't ah. like anyone spying on me. Sorry, it was my job. Not my problem. Okay, all right, get it. Spread the word. No one spies on. What was your name again? Punch him again. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That doesn't help me know your name. It's Captain Quinara Rowing. Okay. Now you know. Spits out blood. Ready? Lead the way. You, One Toe Joe, Angkor, Ularis. You follow Tom. For all you safety nuts, we doused the campfire before we left it. Yeah. Good and proper. Lots <laughs> of seawater on it. Mm-hmm. Lots of sand. Very good. You come to the mouth of a cave, and this is where Tom nods his head. Well, that's where they went. Did they not take you inside? No. I was to turn immediately around and see if we we had company, if somehow you made it through. So you have no idea what the inside of this cave looks like? I have no idea why we're here. How about that? You should find out more about these contract jobs before you take them, you know, just to be more prepared. This was a perm position, and no one Touché. talks back to Sonia. Challenge accepted. 
Oh, there's going to be plenty of talking back. Uh, do you know what espionage is? It's when you work for one company and work for another. That's very high crime, as far as I'm aware. And since you seem to have two competing contracts for another, I believe that's what you're committing at this moment. Oh, no. Anchor? Right. What's up? Uh, would you put this in gentleman others' minute? Just make sure he takes a long nap. Not too long, if you don't mind. Oh, okay. And before it's like, wait, 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 wait. And then Ankor knocks over the back of the head. And the guy falls to the ground. Good job, Ankor. Oh, you're welcome. You like to count on you? I did a good job just then, Captain. Is that what I did? As always. Yes. Are we taking him? We're going to leave him here to have his nap. Uh, time to a tree. Stuff. Stuff something in his mouth so he doesn't yell. I don't care if it's weeds or his underwear. I care not. More trees tying then for me. Yes, Yalaris. More tree tying for you. You're getting so good at it. I am. I do uh, make the best knots. So then, yeah, they timed a tree. Take an old, uh, take his own shirt, rip it, and make that into a gag. Effective. Mm-hmm. And he's just snoring. We hope you enjoyed episode two. Give us a tweet, a like, a share, and a hello via our social media, and tell your friends to check us out as well. Loot and Dagger will be back with more season four fun, so keep an eye out for the main cast. Planner Pirates will host another takeover in a couple of weeks, and we'll find out what lies ahead for Quinn, Naltana, and the rest of the crew. See you soon!